welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashgrove, and joining me today is Ms. Charlene Morgan and Ms. Julie Tidwell. They are both employees at Kirkland Cancer Center, and they're going to tell you more specifics about what they do in a few minutes. But today's topic is going to be about the Pink and Pearl campaign. Uh, everyone in the world knows about breast cancer awareness being in October, but we kind of associate the pearl word with lung cancer, and we don't talk about that as much, and we're trying to change that. So, like I said, we'll talk about that, but before we do that, I want to get to know you guys a little bit better. So, Ms. Charlene, we've had you several times, so if you would, just kind of give, a, give us a bit of a recap of who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Charlene Morgan. I'm a nurse navigator for breast cancer at Kirkland Cancer Center. Okay. I've been in oncology for 15 years, going on 16. Okay. I love my oncology patients. They are very special to me. And breast cancer awareness is something that, of course, most people are aware of. But I'm going to let Julie talk about lung cancer awareness. Sure. Because there's a lot of people that are just not familiar with it. Of course. And Miss Julie, what about you? I'm uh, Julie Tidwell, and I'm the lung navigator at Kirkland Cancer Center. I've been in oncology for over 22 years. Okay. Um, I was uh, originally a radiation oncology nurse, and I'm the newbie over at Kirkland as a lung navigator. And I like to practically tell my patients I'm their extra daughter uh, <laughs> there at the center. You know, yeah. a lot of times people don't have that person to advocate for them sure. or to um, ask questions or to just kind of guide them through the process and I said, well, that's usually what a daughter's for, and I'm going to be your extra daughter. That's awesome. I love that. One thing I forgot to ask is tell me what you like to do when you're not at work. Family, travel, uh, play with a dog, whatever it is. Gosh, I love all that. <laughs> um, I love to travel. Same. Um, I have a, a new little, I say little, I have a new English Mastiff. There's nothing little about her. You're not I wrong. I love our animals. <laughs> uh, my daughter is a freshman in college. and Okay. Um, so I'm an empty nester and getting used to that. Yeah. Love outdoors. Nice. Flowers, yard work, you name it. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, like I said, we're going to talk about the Pink and Pearl campaign. So if you would, it doesn't matter who, uh, just kind of tell me what is the Pink and Pearl campaign. To my knowledge, it started, at least I learned about it last year. It may have been going on before then, but I learned about it last year. So kind of explain what that is. So, you know, we're so aware of breast cancer mm -hmm. and we just are not as aware of lung cancer screenings. And so a nation as a whole, I believe it was a nation as a whole, they decide to kind of piggyback mm -hmm. the um, breast cancer awareness with lung cancer. Sure. Just to have it um, out there um, to the public to bring awareness that, you know, lung screening is just as important as colon screening, as breast screening, uh, but we use the the pink with the breast cancer, and it's October, mm -hmm. and then lung cancer awareness is November, so we just kind of piggyback off of breast cancer to make that more prominent. Yeah, that makes sense. Breast cancer, like I said earlier, gets a ton of traction yes. every year, which is amazing, but breast cancer is not the only kind of cancer out there, so kind of Jumping on board with breast cancer for lung cancer kind of makes a lot of sense. And as far as I know, lung cancer is still the number one cause of death 
Really? As Number far one, as cancers in the United States. I didn't realize that. There's more deaths of lung cancer than breast, prostate, and colon combined. And we don't talk about it and as we much. we don't. That's like we do other cancers. Yeah. Thus, let's jump on the breast cancer. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. So are there any specific events that are coming up to kind of promote Pink and Pearl? Well, we have the uh, breast screening coming up October 22nd okay. at Kirkland Cancer Center, and that's a uh, breast screening for uninsured individuals. During that screening, we do try to educate regarding other screenings, all screenings actually, but we kind of emphasize uh, lung screening and colon screening along with that on that day, actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we have the... Spill the tea. That's about breast health, but of course, we will try to include some lung cancer awareness in that also. Okay. You know, lung cancer screenings with the low-dose CTs, certain people are eligible for them, and we need to let them be aware, just like breast cancer screening for the average person starts at age 40. Right. Is what the recommendations from the NCCN guidelines are. But they also need to be aware and know of lung cancer screenings with the low-dose CT for certain age groups and populations. Okay. So I know... Obviously, having a mammogram involves going to the imaging center and having images taken, uh, and that's, I assume, part of the screening process. So what does that look like for lung screening? What's the process there? Lung screening would be very similar, except that it's considered a low-dose CAT scan. Okay. And that low-dose CAT scan, number one, a lot of people are concerned with uh, the amount of radiation they get from any type of imaging. So the low-dose CAT scan is about 75% less mm-hmm. um, radiation exposure. Um, number two, and I think probably the, one of the biggest things, is it does not involve needles or contrast. Oh, so you're okay. not going to get stuck. You know, there's no pain involved. You're practically, you, most of the time, you don't even have to change clothes. You're just laying on a table, and it's a CAT scan that's coming over you just to detect early-stage lung cancer. Okay. You know, I always say you don't have anything squeezed. You don't have any <laughs> probing. I think it's the easiest screening that there is. Wow. Okay. Um, you're just laying there on the yeah. couch on a table. Might as well be having like an MRI or something, essentially. That's right. And it's a lot quicker. I mean, it's But it's, it's very, not as loud as an MRI. It's not as loud as an MRI. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's extremely fast. It's extremely easy. It is the easiest screening that we have. Wow. Okay. So are there specifics on lung cancer? Like you said, women at 40 start having mammograms done. Uh, are there specifics when it comes to lung cancer? that people need to be aware of? Yeah, with lung cancer, you're considered high risk if you have ever been a smoker or are currently a smoker. Okay. If you're between the ages of 50 to 80, um, and if you have a 20-pack year smoking history, and what that is is 20-pack years is you multiply the number of years by the number of packs per day at the most that you've ever smoked uh, together. So if you smoked one pack a day for 15 years, that's 15-pack years. If you smoke two packs a day for 10 years, that's 20-pack years. So if it equals a 20-pack year, then you're considered a heavy smoker. Okay. So 20-pack year, ages 50 to 80, and if you've ever smoked or currently smoked, uh, currently smoking you don't have to stop smoking to have the lung screening mm-hmm. uh, it's just if you currently smoke or have been a former smoker in the last 15 years so that's the criteria and most medicare pays for age is 50 to 77 commercial pays for 55 to 80 gotcha okay so i know for the uninsured women event uh, screening event that's coming up on the 22nd is that what you said or 23rd about twenty second. Obviously, I just said uninsured, so you have to not have insurance to have that for free. Is that the, the case for lung cancer screening, or is it for anybody? No, it's for insured. For insured, okay. Now, uninsured, I think they, across the nation... 
they have facilities that may reduce the cost of, okay. the, of the scan itself mm-hmm. uh, for uninsured, but the uh, criteria that I just read was for insured. Gotcha. Okay. And how do people get involved in the Pink and Pearl campaign? <laughs> Education is the, the best thing to become educated. And if you know somebody that smokes or that has not had a mammogram and needs one. Like you said, ask your loved ones, ask your friends, have you smoked? Have you ever smoked? Mm-hmm. Have you had your mammogram? Well, if you've had your mammogram, have you had your lung screened? Even if you're just curious about what your risk factors are of lung cancer, ask your doctor. Y'all can have that conversation and decide together mm-hmm. if you need a lung screening. Uh, if you have symptoms of lung cancer, then of course, you know, you want to talk to the doctor and, you know, symptoms, there might be even beyond a lung screening. It might be just a CAT scan period. That CAT scan is going to be more detailed than a regular chest X-ray, uh, but that's just a conversation that most you know people need to have with loved ones and then following with their physician. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the public can get involved just by asking, talking about it, you know, making other people around them more aware. Yeah, usually, for sure. And I would say usually smokers know other smokers. You know, mm-hmm. that they have friends or family, or you know, I think that's just a, I think that's part of it. Just sure. To, have that conversation. Yeah, of course. So October 22nd is the bre- the uninsured women breast screening event that's happening. Now, is there a specific date for a lung screening in November or is it just any time? We don't have a screening at Kirkland Cancer Center event. Okay. Uh, but at any time, patients or individuals can talk to their primary care doctor, um, any doctor about their concern for lung cancer and for screening and okay. that can be ordered imaging center has capability so at any time that can take place at the okay primary care physician. now do those that, that was my next question do those screenings take place at kirkland cancer and you can schedule your appointment specifically with kirkland or do you have to go through your pcp through pcp PCP. Okay. Gotcha. Well, this has been a really great conversation. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in today. Like I said, October 22nd is the breast cancer screening event for uninsured women. Uh, if you have more questions about that, you can call Kirkland Cancer Center. They can answer any questions you might have. Former smokers, non-smokers, make sure you're getting lung cancer screenings done, not just in November. That's the time that we like to talk about it the most, kind of piggybacking off of the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Miss Julie, Miss Charlene, Thank you both for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.